Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the boater, rounding out the crew as we attempt to uh, navigate the latest boating news and information on the busiest shopping season or the busiest shopping weekend of the year. So maybe we'll have some ideas for you for the boater on your list. If you're looking for something cool to get them, uh, we might have a few ideas for you. But we do have a skeleton uh, crew, so we make no promises. It's just Barry and I. I know Mike the Mariner, no Captain Rusty, Captain Patrick. They're all celebrating the holiday no, weekend no, with their no. family. And, well, uh, Ru- Rusty may be, and um, Mike what? may be, but Captain Patrick is under the weather. He's under the weather? Yeah, he, he's not feeling too well. Oh, okay. All right. He says he well. has no voice, and uh, so we're going to send him up some chicken soup. Oh, we are, are we? Uh, yeah. I, I would think I would, I would expect uh, to send, like, leftover turkey. Do you have any mm-hmm. left? Uh, we have a little bit left. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah. So you had a good turkey day, Barry, I assume? We we had a good turkey day here, except when I was told that the drain was not working in the kitchen. And I go, what? Well, you and, stopped uh, up your plumbing? Uh, well, the but kitchen was, staff stopped. No. This, okay, this so been, it was the kitchen drain. It wasn't like the toilet. Uh, no, which no, 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 been, no, not the toilet. That would have been a disaster. Well, we, we wouldn't be talking right now. It no. would have been like, no. okay, yeah, uh, the you know, <laughs> we ate the turkey. The turkey came out and, and yeah, created right. some issues. But no, it doesn't that? happen that fast. Okay. Uh, no, this happened that evening after we're cleaning. No, actually, before we were cleaning up, yeah. it's like uh, the sink is full of water and nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, I pulled the, there is a, a clean out plug in back of the house right okay. by the kitchen and i pulled that out and just tons of water and stuff that i can't describe came pouring out of there and um i spent turkey two giblets and no, uh, uh, it, well i'll tell you what from now on anything that was live goes into the garbage can the garbage mm. disposal is going to do very little work from now on okay all right well so but, uh but it is resolved Barry had a terrible turkey day, it sounds no, like to me. I had a great turkey day, but afterwards, it was like I was miserable from okay. that point all the way to this morning mm-hmm. when it finally got cleared. Well, I'll tell you, I've had turkey for the last three days, so it's going to be a miracle if I make it through the show. <laughs> well, the bathroom's closed fa- for you. No, yeah. no, I might fall asleep. I've had so oh, much turkey to you know, put you to sleep if you eat that stuff, right? Well, it's just, the tr- it's all the food. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, the food, the Normally, and all that. Normally, it's just listening to the World of Boating Radio show, but yeah, well, that like- plus the turkey, you know, tryptophan thing or effect. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, God I mean, that, that's, that's, a, that's something that we give to our uh, listeners out there is a chance to take a nap for an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now that we've properly sold uh, the show, <laughs> we will attempt to navigate some, uh, you know, boating news and information stories. One of them uh, that we could have probably talked about last week or the week before, we got to get right into because I, I want to address this. Because oh, it's I'm the sure tallest <laughs> sailboat in the world now, uh, like a $500 million yacht, yachet, 
Uh, Jeff Bezos owns it. And there was an interesting uh, news article that we didn't really get to talk about on the World of Boating yet because on the uh, on the bow, you know, on a fancy sailing yacht like that, you usually have, you know, like the sculpture of a lady that's, you know, underneath the pointy end. You know what I'm talking about. What, mm-hmm. what is the official thing? Oh, what do you call those? A, if you had asked me that 15 minutes ago. You don't ago, automatically know? No, I, oh. I have bad memory, but it's not a bow spurt. Spirit. It's a bow woman. It, uh, a, yeah, but it's for good luck. Right. But, you know, okay. it's a fairly, uh, you know, typical. It's usually adornment. a voluptuous woman. And it is on this yacht. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I forget what the name of the yacht is, but it's, you know, the, it's the tallest sailboat in the world now owned by Jeff Bezos. And, and everybody's, you know, making comments about it that, whoa, it looks nice. And they notice that uh, the lady on the bow there uh, looks like his current girlfriend. And uh, they, she promptly said, "Oh no, it's not. Uh, my boobs aren't as big as that one." <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that was an interesting uh, observation on her part. And, uh, and and then they they backed up and said, "No, it's the goddess of the sea, or you know, some you know mythical sea creature lore type of woman." But, yeah, but uh, he could he could fix that real quick with, well, with her. He said, "Hey now." <laughs> I bet he could. I mean, if she, if she wants, you know, if she wants anything done. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if that was a hint <laughs> or, it, it or not. <laughs> but uh, it was an interesting observation or reply when they uh, were talking about the new boat, uh, to, you know, to reporters. That evidently came up in uh, in some kind of press conference or question about, hey, is that uh, lady on the bow? Is that you? Oh, no. Her boobs are way bigger than mine. <laughs> Wait, was it, was it hers? What or was it? No, that, his, that's what his, they were asking. His, like, is the lady? Is that your girl? Your current girlfriend? Yeah, I understand that? that. But and he but, said, no. You know, she said, no. The the boobs are too big. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. Is, it's it's uh, the goddess of the sea, or you know, something, some mythical, you know, goddess. I forget. They actually say who it. You know, he said who it's supposed to resemble, but but there was a lot of chatter thinking that uh, Jeff Bezos had put his latest girlfriend on the bow of the boat. Okay, it's a mythological yeah. figure named yeah. Frigia, the Norse goddess of love, fertility, right. war, and gold. Wow, mm-hmm. that covers all the bases. Okay, she yeah. emphasized she made the plus-breasted gesture. Yeah, she's evidently that that goddess is well endowed, and and more so than his current well, girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, if she's the goddess of gold, she must have the money for it. Well, I I don't know. You know, okay, that was a thing this, back that's in That's our day. best story today, huh? Well, I didn't say it was the, the best. That's the, I just that's said the I, one that you needed, liked. <laughs> well, I wanted to address this. It's like you got oh, all the money yeah, in the this world. This is important. And this is what you're going to spend it on. You know, uh, <laughs> you know the, the you know, and, and then people are going to question you. Uh, and then how, does that put him in an awkward position, too? Like, well, of course it's her. Yes. You know, he's probably thinking, oh, crap, why didn't I think of that? You know, uh, when the reporters were asking you know, I wonder if that uh, went through his mind. But no. it, regardless, it is an impressive <laughs> vessel. What uh, went I mean, through his mind is probably a shoe <laughs> that she threw at him. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, it is an impressive vessel, and it's the tallest yeah. sailboat in the world now, I suppose. Do you see the Which, numbers? How tall? 
I mean, no, I, I didn't. I, just, I didn't read that. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, but I just said it was if a it's new the record. tallest, that means there's. It's not going to go very many places, especially where there's a bridge. Well, you know, I mean, if it's a big sailboat like that, it doesn't really need to. I mean, you're cruising through the Lesser Antilles. You know, last time I saw what it was the Maltese Falcon or the something the Falcon. No, no, the, the, it used that <laughs> is, used to be the biggest sailboat in the world, and I saw it oh. off the coast of Saba years ago when i was on a dive trip and it actually what was wild about that experience is that we were cruising uh into the bay uh of the island of saba uh one it was after dark it was dark and i noticed all these lights and i'm like wait a minute i don't remember seeing lights in this bay because it's not very in, you know much of an inhabited island i mean it was the saba the island of saba was actually the backdrop of the original king kong movie the black and white one for skull island it's kind of creepy, dark, and, you know, when the moonlight hits it just right, I mean, it's a very foreboding uh, kind of vibe you get when you cruise up to this island. And when we went up this one time in the evening and we we're coming into the bay, I was like, wow, there's all these lights stacked up on top of each other. And I'm like, did they build a new resort or something? And as we got closer, I noticed that the lights were actually the three, you know, masts of mm-hmm. this big sailboat. The anchor lights. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't anchor lights. It was along the it mast. Was it red and green? No, no. It was the oh, they went those, right up the oh, mast. They lit up, okay, they lit yeah, up, they the, lit up the, the mast of the sailboat, yeah. which and it was the largest sailboat in the world at the time. And it's still right up there. But it's like the Maltese well, Falcon or something like that or or whatever. But anyway, uh, you know, it was an impressive sight is, the next it day. It is beautiful. Light. Yeah. It it is absolutely beautiful. A uh, four hundred and seventeen feet. And I'm trying to get a good look at the bow here. And yeah. um, are you talking about oh, Bezos yeah. sailboat? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, she is. Um, she is okay. a nice one. She's quit a nice looking one. at the bow sculpture there. There, yeah, Barry. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll get the correct name. He's for like, you. it's. Uh, I think those are double D's. No, uh, quit it, Barry. Quit be. it. It's a, a holiday weekend for Christ's sake. Flotation device. Yeah, of course it is. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me, or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast beat it turkey i'm in the middle of some thanksgiving turkey time turkey time turkey time turkey time Okay, I think we get the idea. Uh, you're going to clog up the uh, plumbing uh, after Thanksgiving if you had that uh, experience. Uh, Barry says it had nothing to do with uh, that with his uh, plumbing issue no, was, there after Thanksgiving, it, but I don't know. Yeah. No, it was the it was the kitchen. The kitchen's the last run of the whole house. Imagine a you have a, a main drain going all down the middle of the house. The right, kitchen understood. was all the way at one end. I get it. So, I so just, that's why I was happy that the other plumbing that's the most important plumbing still worked. Yeah, but you weren't squatting in the kitchen, just for the record. No, I was not squatting okay, in the kitchen. Just so we're clear. <laughs> oh I, yeah. <laughs> so my lack of Eating turkey is has created a brain fade. I went on to Google and asked them, "What's the name of that figurehead that's on the front of a sailing ship?" And it said, "It's a figurehead." Uh, of course, it did. <laughs> a nautical figurehead, mm-hmm. also known as Neptune's wooden angels. All right, and so uh, so Bezos has that on the front of his new sailing boat, the tallest sailboat in the world, and yep. it, uh, the name is what of that boat. You- you pronounce it. I'm not messing this oh, one Oh, how up. do you spell it? Oh, then? no. K-U-R-U. I think it was. Hold on. K-O-R-U? No, no, no. K-O-R-U. Koru? Koru. Koru. All right, we'll go with that. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It, maybe he'll call us and say, we are hey, absolutely Hey, come on wrong. aboard. Yeah. We'll take I mean, you for it a is, ride. It is, it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, it would be really nice if it had some cannons on each side also. Probably does. You know, when you get uh, up into that upper echelon of those type of sailboats, remember I told the story about seeing that Maltese Falcon one in Saba, Barry? Yeah. I so saw the that next movie. day, the next day when, when, you know, the sun comes out and you see like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's this, you know, this was the biggest sailboat in the world at the time. Uh, I, I, I talked to the boat captain and I said, hey, can you radio those guys and tell them uh, Greg from World of Boating is on the boat and he'd like to come over and take a tour? And yeah, he was sure. like, oh, hell no. No. He's yeah. like, you want to be shot? <laughs> yeah, just uh, take the dinghy over there, see what happens. They'll yeah. sink you. Yeah. The owner's name is Goldfinger on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they have uh, they have security, so you don't want to, yeah. uh, you know, You'll crash be visiting their party. Neptune. That's might, right. You could wave to them if you like, but yeah, and they're going to ignore that you. Idiot. Right. And they'll contact their security and, and the dock <laughs> master is like, all right, hey, get these people out of the way. Right. We're here to spend money. 
All right. Well, uh, anyway, that's uh, one issue going on, uh, you know, as far as boating news and information. Another thing going on, being that it is, you know, there's a, it is the busiest shopping season or shopping weekend of the year, and you might be out there, you know, looking for stuff for the boater on your list, and we'll get into that in just a bit. But you might just be avoiding the crowds, and the best way to do that is out on a boat. And yes. uh, so it is a very busy boating weekend, uh, especially down in Florida. Maybe not so much, you know, in the Midwest and stuff because things have cooled off and and people have their boats stored. But in Florida, it's full tilt and uh, probably uh, uh, to, a, to the point where you're asking for trouble if you go out this weekend uh, trying to avoid the crowds because the crowds are out on the water, too, especially in your neck of the woods. Am I right there, Barry? What do you think? Yeah, the, we- the weather's been a little iffy. I mean, we have some showers rolling in and all that stuff, but yeah. uh, I believe the marine forecast was pretty quiet today, so mm-hmm. uh, the winds have uh, died down. I'll have to right. take a look at that. But that still doesn't, uh, you know, tap down the adventures and the uh, excitement there at the Holliver, well, uh, Holliver yeah. Inlet. Where is yeah. world renowned for YouTube videos? Uh, you want to just waste your life away? Just pull up Hallover Inlet there in South Florida, and yeah, the you, videos yeah. are hilarious. You could put up pull up a uh, wavy boats. That'll uh, do it too. I mean, yeah. when you have people out there every day at the inlet with cameras at the ready, right? Then you know it must be a busy place, mm-hmm. and there must be crazy going on there. Right? Uh, a boat did have a problem where uh, some people had to be rescued out of the water there, and uh, they weren't wearing life preservers. When I go through that inlet, I have my inflatable preserver on. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the the only, uh, you know, uh, camping out at a boat dock is kind of fun entertainment this weekend, too. But haul over inlet every single day, you know, they they got the the YouTubers or... (laughs) <laughs> They're lined up along there with their with their cameras because they know the show uh, literally happens every day. It's something about the water there uh, with, with the inlet, it, it's just crazy waves. And the, um, wait, the, what's the going cl- on? I don't know what well, it is, the, but it's constant, the, right? Okay, so you have a few inlets along the intracoastal. You have one up at Port Everglades, and then you have, I think, about five or six miles, maybe more, between that and the next inlet, which is Hallover. Yeah. And then you have to go even further down to get to Miami Beach mm-hmm. and then find another inlet there. So you have a massive amount of current going through there at every tide change. Right. So think about it. If you have an outgoing tide and our winds are prevailing from the east all the time, when you have those two things meet at Hallover, you get these big churning waves up there. Yeah. Now, now people that uh, you know run it constantly, they kind of know what times to avoid but if you're you know a weekend warrior or a holiday boater which is what's going on this weekend and you don't know the times to avoid and you get out there well just know the camera's rolling and you might be the star of the next boating viral video well you know people they make their plans doesn't matter what the weather is uh number one they don't check to see what's happening with the tides before they go out Mm -hmm. um sometimes they'll find out when they get to the ramp uh, if you go to John U. Lloyd, well, that's not the name of it anymore, but that's the name I still use. Right. If you go to that ramp and the water's all the way up near the top of the dock, you know you're at high tide mm-hmm. and it's easy to leave. Of course, if you're going to come back about eight hours later, it's probably going to be very low tide. And for some boats, it'll be impossible to load your boat. Well, uh, yes. And, and, you know, if you just look out on the over the coast, 
you know, it may not look bad at all. It might be one to two foot seas, and you're like, oh, that looks like a great day. But if you hit the inlet at the wrong time when the oh, tide's it's, going, it's, yeah. It yeah. is insane how big mm-hmm. the waves are, and, yeah. uh, and it catches a lot of people off guard, and God, for, God forbid they're not prepared. Uh, people are flying all over the place, and you know, the, the, one the person's uh, mistake and demise is the other person's entertainment. <laughs> right. So. And you also you have the Hillsborough Inlet, which you and I have gone out of plenty of times, because mm-hmm. we go on, on South Florida Dive Headquarters boat. They go out of there. Yeah, and and there have been times. I mean, with Captain Dave, one time we sat at that inlet for about twenty minutes before he felt comfortable. He was timing out the waves, right, and felt the right time just to punch through it. Because mm-hmm. you, if you're coming back in, you got to almost like surf your way back in. On well, the waves. yeah, you have a following sea, which is mm-hmm. the waves are kind of pushing you in. If you go too fast, um, you'll go over the next wave, and you may end up. Uh, what do they call it? Diving your. Um, what diving pole pitching, your... uh, pole pitching the the bow of the boat will actually dig into the water. Yeah, and your There's face will that, yeah. go into the steering wheel or you know, mm-hmm. into the helm or into the floor. I mean, there, there is of your if, vessel. Right. If you go to wavy boats, you'll see there is one boat that looks like a submarine. As they're trying to get out of this mess, they right. keep pushing the boat forward. Mm-hmm. It keeps going deeper. Trust me, it's way more fun to watch those videos on YouTube than to uh, actually uh, be in one of them. I'm just. Yes. That's our two cents of information in that regard for this uh, holiday weekend. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast can i refill your eggnog for you get you something to eat drive you out to the middle of nowhere leave you for dead oh 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 and the bottle of a rum this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information and uh, celebrate the season uh, season accordingly. Uh, you know, with uh, Christmas music and and a few songs that you'll probably go, oh brother. Uh, but yeah. uh, that's just what you do at this time of year. Right, three, three, three or four more weekends of this music from you, you. You love that though, don't you, Barry? 
Uh, somewhere. Yes, yeah. just say yes. I'll just uh, say yes. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of it, trust me. So uh, more of that to come. You've been warned, and we apologize in advance. All right, so um, uh, some other boating news and information that uh, a lot of this you'll find on the World of Boating Facebook page, by the way. If you want to subscribe, we appreciate it. And uh, stay up to, uh, you know, up to date with the, the passengers of the World of Boating radio show. One of them involves a sinking. What are the odds? A boat, water, sinking. You know, this wasn't well, at Hall Over Inlet, but it could have been, maybe. I don't know. So what's the story there, Barry? What well, happened? Well, it, it still was in the, on the Intracoastal in Martin County. Okay. So apparently a couple of guys went out uh, during a small craft advisory in their 15-foot skiff because they have crab pots out there ah, in the Intracoastal. Right. Um, and somebody wanted a crab, yeah. wanted crab instead of turkey? Is that what uh, It's possible. I don't yeah. know what kind of crab they are looking for. I know that on the Gulf side, you have stone crabs. I've only seen one stone crab diving on this side in my life. So I don't hmm. know if we have them out here. Oh, I've no, never you do. Seen. Yeah, you we can get do? stone crab down there uh, off the coast wait, wait, of Miami get... for sure. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, all further do. down you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but, a little further down than Fort Lauderdale. But, yeah, there's some places I know of uh, just south of Fort Lauderdale uh, into Miami that a lot of freediver friends of mine like to frequent for stone, Florida stone crab, which oh, and they are, are delicious. Yeah. Yes, they are. But they usually, you know, they dive down for them. They usually don't do the trap thing, at least my friends. But that's the thing. You can use the, the traps. It's more popular on the, you know, on the west side of Florida in the Gulf for sure. And it's very popular down there, you know, by uh, Everglades City and Fort oh, Myers yeah. and Marco Island. Uh, down there, southern, uh, what, you know, west side of Florida is really popular for stone crabs. But, yeah, they got them on the other side, too. And that's where these guys were. And Yeah, uh, they, they were out there pulling up their trap, and mm-hmm. apparently a wave came over the bow. Remember, it's a 15-foot boat, so yeah. there's not much... Uh, not much gunnel between the water and, and the top of the boat. Okay, and so if, if you look this at was picture, a weather issue, though. They shouldn't yeah, have went out at yeah, all? They shouldn't have, yeah, they shouldn't yeah. have gone out. Um, the seas were a bit rough last week mm-hmm. uh, before the weekend rolled in here. And right. remember, it's, it's November. In, in Florida, we don't get winter like they do up there. But the cold fronts do creep down, and they do churn up the seas a lot. Well, the winds so pick up. That's the right. The winds pick up, and then yeah. they, they churn up the seas. So if you look at the picture, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Captain Patrick's going to have to explain to me how this 15-foot boat was not floating, because the only thing you see left is the bimini. Right. Now, this one had to have had flotation built into well, it. Well, uh, the, the water wasn't that deep, right? Is it on the bottom, or do I we know? know. I, I don't know. All I know is that I know that mine, it'll float yeah. at the top of the gunnels. This, you don't even see the gunnels. All you see mm-hmm. is the T-top, and someone put a gas can on top of the T-top. Which was kind of odd, yeah. But um, well, at least they're protecting the yeah, environment. Yeah, they're protecting the environment Maybe. for you know they want their crabs to be delicious. But I, w- so. I wonder when you look at that picture, you, you almost wonder if they're actually on the bottom and they were only in like five to eight feet of water or something. Well, it's the intercoastal; it isn't yeah. very deep, so right. it is possible that it was. And can you imagine what that waves were doing to the bottom of the boat? Uh, yeah, yeah, beating it so, to hell is what it was doing. That's right. Yeah, but, you know, I guess what the moral of this story is you can't let crab fever get you or overtake well, your better judgment when going out in, uh, you know, weather like that that you know in, you're in asking for. In windy weather, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and another boat, if you just want to mention real quick, called the Carrie B. It's a tour boat down here. 
Yeah. Uh, it broke its moorings uh, because of heavy winds, and uh, I think it crashed into another boat. Mm. Now, that's a pretty big one. Yeah, but um, well, that's yeah, not it was, good. It was it was pretty uh, windy out here last week. Right. Uh, well, this uh, week it's not as bad. I mean, you you know, as as badly as you want to go out on your boat, or if you got the crab fever, or as, or as you know, Barry and I were divers, so there's a thing we call lobster fever, mm. where when you go scuba diving for lobster, you, you lose all sense of uh, well being and uh, your, your common sense I, goes out the I got window 200 psi left i can make it i can make it i can <laughs> yeah. suck one breath of air and still get two they'll, more lobsters they'll only hydro my tank if i bring it completely empty if i have right. 50 psi left it's good to go well it, it's very applicable to uh boating uh yes. you know and, and pulling crab traps or whatever or fishing mm-hmm. for that matter I mean, you know, when you're going out there for a purpose and uh, come hell or high water, literally, yeah, you want to get the get the job done. Sometimes you end up, you know, making big mistakes. So you got to you got to yeah. constantly remind yourself not to get the fever. <laughs> well, it's so easy. Yeah, and, and, and it can happen to professionals, too. Yeah. Uh, but up in uh, New Jersey, a 77 foot boat fishing boat ran ashore. So I mean, this is a big fishing boat. What, were they were in a hurry and they didn't I, pay attention? I don't know. It it just it just grounded itself, and there is yeah. a video of one of the uh, fishermen on the boat jumping off of this boat with these waves hitting it. And if there weren't rescue people there to get him, mm-hmm. that boat would have crushed him. Because if you watch that video, when he comes off of the side, he he's just, right uh, next to it, and you see the wave of you see the boat slowly moving over. It looked like it was about to hit them, and mm. they just pulled them away from that. Yeah. Um, well, common sense went out again. Well, I yeah, that was just another situation where the weather was just too bad, and they should have yeah. went out in the first place. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you know, this is a professional, you know, commercial 77-foot fishing trawler. Right. That well, the one that sank, uh, the other one, you said the big one, was that a charter vessel, like a dinner cruise thing uh, that sank, Wait, or what was the that? One it, what the little fifteen footer? No, no, the the, uh, the second story that you mentioned. What the bigger boat that said it was a big vessel was that like a the seventy seven foot? Yeah, one? yeah. Was that a, no? Is, that's a commercial fishing boat. Oh, it's a commercial fishing boat. Yeah, okay. it, it's on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, of World of Boating. Well, World it's the, the same company. kind of thing. You know, the the charter operators. I mean, they want to make money. They want to cash well, in with the tourists if they're you know they got customers. You know, they're going to go out if they can go out, and sometimes they might you know. That, but uh, they go out in deeper water. I've, I've well, gone that, on the dirt fishing right, boats. But, yeah, but it sounds like they shouldn't have went out at all that day. Because no, this of the was weather. commercial, as in you know, like the uh, what do they call it? The deadliest catch type ah fishing. Okay, yeah. where you have professional fishing people, right? But so their motivation the was to get their quota for the day. Absolutely, you right. got to pay those bills. Yeah, and that uh, one out over common sense. Or right. like, hey, you we probably should or, take a bye day. Something. Yeah, I mean, uh, why did they run ashore? Something obviously major happened to that boat. Right. Uh, yeah, you gotta was. you gotta keep uh, your priorities in check mm-hmm. on those things uh, because yeah, you can let the you know the power of the mighty dollar will, will make you make a uh, big mistake because then it's going to cost you. Or the family that you say, hey, we're going out on the boat today. If you tell them, hey. You know, the weather's a little sketchy. You sure you want to go? But you promised. You right. said we were going out today. We were going to we have crab instead ready. of turkey. You said it, we right. could get it. And yeah, okay, sure. The seas look terrible. Right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be the person that lets everybody down at nope. Thanksgiving dinner. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd rather have them rescue you at sea. <laughs> well, it's much more fun that way. Well, it's more you know, memorable kind of, in, yeah, a, in a bad way. Yeah, but you don't want to be those people. So, you know, the, the, I guess the moral of all those stories is just keep your priorities in check. And yeah. you got to, you got to, you know, be self aware when you're letting other factors affect how you are going to experience your boating activities for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to keep that, uh, you know, maybe it should be written down as a checklist. I don't know. Just something <laughs> to think about for the holiday weekend. More coming up Patrick, my- on the world yeah. of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. What do you get, the person who has everything already, huh? I can only think of one thing. A friggin' yacht! So we can have parties on there? Well, it's going to be kind of hard to do that after I do this. This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, not here, Mike the Mariner, not here, Captain Rusty, not here. However, Barry the Boater is... So you'll have to deal with it. I'm the last on the list. Well, hey, uh, you know, we have a skeleton crew, but we're doing okay here on this holiday weekend as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right. So it is the busiest shopping weekend uh, of the year, and you may have a boater on your list. You may have a boat passenger on your list that you got to take care of. Once you you get them, Uh, and we have a few ideas, or at least Barry does. Uh, so we'll run through a few ideas, might spark an idea. Remember, uh, boating, you know, maybe just taking them out on a boat and printing out a gift certificate, you know, like Barry, you could say, um, you, you could give your family a, a, you know, day out on the water with yeah. uh, Barry, your boaters, your captain, and mm-hmm. you get to spend quality time with me. And right. then, of course, they'll wad up the certificate and throw it back in your face like, I want and, diamonds. And I'll be Where's the, sleeping. show me the money. I'll be sleeping under a bridge somewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, you can try it. And, yeah, uh, I could try you it. Know, so there's some people out there that they might be able to get away with that. Well, uh, I'll do that with you. Well, you, you'll, you'll give me a free boat trip? I'll, get, I'll give you a gift certificate for a free boat trip. Okay, well, that's fine. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I put lots of, you know. What? Uh, little, you know, what is it, the rules that you have to follow in order oh, to. Oh, there's rules. Yeah, there's always rules. Okay. You know. Have to wear yeah, clothes. Yeah, you have to wear clothes. Uh-huh. It has to be between yeah. a certain date. Right. Uh, let's say uh, January thirty uh, second and February first. Hmm. Thirty second, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, we know how I rate with Barry the Boater. Oh, that's not true. But what are there? I mean, there are some well, good ideas. Like, I what mean, would there, you suggest, there, Barry? There are a lot of good ideas, but mm-hmm. you know, after some of the stories we told today about boats sinking and right. capsizing and all that, you yeah. probably. I mean, a lot of people don't like to wear their their life jackets because the ones they usually get with their boat are the 
those orange ones that are already filled with foam and they're right. uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. those are more like, you know, after you sink, you, you look, wish you had it on. Right. Um, inflatable life jackets. You were kind enough to get me a couple of inflatables at a uh, reduced price. Yes. Back when I bought Surprise. And mm-hmm. I've worn them ever since. Now, the ones I have are auto-inflatable, and they need to be updated every three years in right. order to be considered good to go. But, but they're very fashionable. They just look kind of yeah, like uh, they, fancy suspenders, they, and they yeah, don't limit I mean, your and, movement or anything. Exactly. Right. Um, and you have a choice between an auto-inflate one and manual inflate. Uh, if you're the type of person that tends to fall into the water a lot, uh, but you know how to swim, I would probably go with the manual inflate. Um, because the recharging kits can be rather pricey uh, when you have to change them out for the auto ones. Well, wait a minute. If you are the kind of person who has a tendency to fall in the water well, a lot, let, let's say let's say that you go over to haul over a lot and you uh-huh. got to throw your anchor out, and sometimes you trip and you end up in the water. You wouldn't mm. want your automatic. Does that happen to you life- more than once? Uh, it's happened at least once. Wow. So- you don't want your life jacket, you know, auto inflating because although it does its job, now you have to spend about a hundred bucks to recharge it, you know, yeah. to get it re- rebuilt. Okay. So they have personal flotation. Mustang has one. They're on sale at certain marine stores sure. uh, for about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, so it's a nice price. It is absolutely, you know, it, you give it to someone and they'll say, "Oh, that's wonderful, thank you." But if they start wearing it. And they need it one day. Mm-hmm. They will remember that you're you the saved one that their saved life. their life. Right. Exactly. Now, that $100 uh, one, you say that's a manual inflator? That's a manual inflator. Mm. And it's nice. Yeah. It, it now, looks, the ones that are automatic, the benefit to those is if you fall off your boat and, God forbid, you get knocked unconscious. Knocked yeah. Uh, you know, you have a much better chance of surviving because it's going to pop you upright if you're wearing that's it That's true. So, you know, those are the decisions you have to make is, um, you know, where do you wear it? I wear mine when I'm, especially when I'm with someone, I still wear one, especially when I'm going through these inlets that we talked about earlier. Right. When I'm by myself, I always wear one. And then I have my dead man switch on there. You know, that key ignition interlock that Mm -hmm. if I go over, the engine cuts off. Otherwise, I'll be waving as my boat goes, you know, sailing away. That's no good. No, that's not ideal. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but, but I mean, you know, the self, uh, if you get one that self uh, inflates, I mean, you got that added element, like, God forbid, if you got knocked out, you might still have a shot right. uh, to survive. And, and But the downside is, is that you got to refill these things like every three years. Every three years, it's supposedly the, the certification. Cartridge yeah, it's got a little, well. Has to be recharged. It, it's not recharged. It's just replaced. It's a little well, okay. kit. Yeah. It's easy to change out, but it has a, an expiration date. And if the you know FWC or the Coast Guard comes in to inspect you, they will include your life preserver as part of what you're supposed to have, right. as long as it's within those. You yeah. know, not not, it's not expired. expired. It's right. the same thing as FLIRs. Yeah, you but know, the manual one you wouldn't have to get uh, updated, right? No. Yeah. No, but you would still want to keep you know keep tabs on it. Sure. Make sure that. Something didn't rust away in there, you know, because mm-hmm. the saltwater environment destroys everything. Right. Um, another safety device you can get, which is not sexy, but it could save someone's life, is one of those personal location beacons or the boat beacons, you know, like the ones that... Uh, kind of E-perb, thing? exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, those are good, Those yeah. are two good things. And then there's, you know, fun things you can get. You can uh, get some new stereo system speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, boats have a tendency to eat up their speakers, or the sea air does. 
So after a few years, you're going to hear the speakers aren't sounding as good as they used to. Right. Or, or they just don't sound at I all. I always uh, suggest a backup VHF radio, handheld. Yeah. Like, uh, you yeah. Know, depending on the size of your vessel, I mean, if you have one that's built into the console and stuff, that's fine. That's great. Those are nice. But having an extra portable VHF radio, which you can get, you know, for 150 bucks, a pretty decent one, I think, these yeah. days. No, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, yeah. yeah, those are great. Uh, just to have and you, and you know have it. Make sure you got batteries for the thing, and it's kind of in your backup kit, uh, almost like your yeah. you know your your rope bag. You know, well, a ditch bag, yeah, yeah, ditch bag, right? You would have that in your ditch bag along mm-hmm. with your personal locator beacon and your life preserver on, right? And then you're pretty much set. I mean, if something happens, if the boat goes puttering away, you set off your your personal locator beacon, you have your radio ready to go when they come fly over you. Right. You're on 16. You call them up, said, please get me. Yeah. Or and my, all boat, your... my boat was heading to England. Please pick it up. Yeah, you know, this kind of ties into just plain radio because it's the same thing I recommend for pilots. Because, really? like, if you're, yeah, if you're avionics or your navionics on your boat, uh, get, say, say, like, you have a s- electric surge, lightning or something, it fries everything, and then you're dead in the water, or you're in an airplane and you lose your navigation, you've got one of these portable handheld uh, radios that you could, you know, uh, call well, for help. Well, what you would have a, what a portable handheld GPS you're talking about, well, right? Well, G- GPS and, you know, radio. Because you can't, radio. I mean, when you're in an airplane, it's not like you could just, you know, jump out. Should you? Oh, so Well, no, what, but you'd still you still be able to communicate with power. Yeah. No, you you'd be able that. to communicate with power if you have a, uh, with tower, yeah, if you have a tower radio. Yeah. Same thing with a boat. Probably even so more we, so with a boat, I think, actually. So you could do that with your airplane friends is, is buy them a parachute? You could, but that would be, uh, that'd probably be bad form. Yeah, I was like, wait, you don't trust my flying? No. <laughs> yeah, well, wait a minute, but that could save someone's life. <laughs> eh, <laughs> that, I don't know. That's the same excuse they would use with a life preserver. Yeah, you don't trust not, my Not body. really. It's not the same for pilots. <laughs> okay. It, oh, unless you're doing uh, you know, acrobatics up in the I'll sky. Ask then about that. you got to wear yeah. a parachute. You're supposed okay. to. But if you're just doing regular um, flying, they don't really think you need to do that. A good pair of marine binoculars is nice. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be mm-hmm. good. I just I like the idea of the certificate. If you're a boater, share the love of boating with your non-boating friends. That's the best gift that you can give. It always fits. Always the right color. Size fits them just right. So there you go. Okay. Our two cents for the holiday shopping season for the boater on your list or potential boater. And on that oh. note, we're going to wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. <laughs> World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. <laughs>
TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 